0: Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life, want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. this episode, we get to speak with Doc Williams. He is a personal problem solver and the CEO and founder at Brand Factory Inc. He helps influencers and brands leverage their content to make an impact in their industry. He delivers the best results by working with brands with a specific service or product, but need to figure out how to create a story for the launch. In his process, he combines. Thorough market research, customary research, offers creation, online sales funnel building, paid and organic traffic, strategies to build a complete blueprint for a revamped product launch. His secret sauce focuses on your unfair advantage, your unique skill, story, or experience that will help you create the product you and your customers will love. I'm so excited to bring him to the podcast and discover the high-quality services he could offer. Doc, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Definitely, and thank you so much for having me. What's really funny is that anytime I say Doc, it reminds me of Back to the Future. Hey, Doc! I I don't know if you get that at all. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, please. I Oh, please. Back to the Future, I love that. Love all of them. Even part three, I don't care what people say. Um, no, no, I love it. I love it, man. And I used to have long hair. So when it used to be out, there you go.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, Doc, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I read that you've been in the technology space, in the digital marketing industry. Tell us a little bit about, tell, tell us a little bit of your journey on how you got started you know um
1: <laughs> it kind of is just windy i guess it's everyone right it's just never something straightforward yeah. um actually i was really bad at technology for a long time i i thought i was going to go into it straight from high school and i thought i was going to be a programmer and all these things and uh, i just turned out to be terrible at all of it <laughs> and uh and i just liked business but i was like mm. that was at the time where like c plus plus was really big and it just got started Dreamweaver had just come out, and, oh. uh, and it was just like I had a GeoCities page, and I'm like, "I'm going to be killing it." And I was like, "This is terrible." <laughs> and so I pivoted, and I went into healthcare instead for about uh, six years or so. And so I was in healthcare care. Um, I was a physical therapist assistant, I was a massage therapist, and uh, I kind of went back into marketing when I opened my own gym um, you know, in pivoting from healthcare. So it, it was a windy road, but that's how I
0: ended up in digital marketing. But it makes a lot of sense because when you have your own gym, like who's going to market for me, I don't want to pay somebody else. Let me just jump right into it. And then what's really cool about what you mentioned is now you have a niche already, like you don't even have to go through that process of doing the exercises. What's my niche? Who's my audience? I have a gym. I need people get,
1: Yeah, it was it was right there for me. I was like, I just I need to pay rent. I need to I need to have these members. And that's exactly what you said. Like, I remember when I first opened my gym and my friend this was, you know, probably like 20. This was 2011, something like this. Mm -hmm. And my friend was like, listen, there's this guy named Noah Kagan. He does this stuff. He's like, and I know this wrestler from high from college. He has these potato guns and all of this stuff. And like, he's doing something about some kind of selling online, like this click funnels. And I was like, ah, whatever. Um, (laughs) But uh, from there, it kind of just, yeah, it kind of all went from that path and trying to figure out like opt-ins and all of these pages. And mind you, like I was terrible at WordPress, like my first site, my friend got me into like WordPress. He signed up for my first, you know, he signed me he made my first domain in hosting, but I didn't understand it, got locked out, didn't know where anything was, didn't understand it. So
0: it was a trial by fire. Well, that, those are the best kind of ways because you have an intention of figuring it out. Like okay, Because when you hand handed something, you're like, all right, I'll do it tomorrow. But when you have a specific need, like, I got to get this done, dude. I'm going to look at all the YouTube videos. I'm going to watch everything available and that's the power of the internet like these days everything is available like people are teaching about seo and algorithms and stuff like that on tick tock like
1: <laughs> it's it's like this is what oh my goodness i just had to go on this small rant for a second like so my um my wife's little cousin like messages me and he's obsessed with doctor who and he wants me to build him this thing And I was like, bro, like, why don't you go on YouTube and make this? He's like, oh, I just don't have the specs. I'm like, you are living in the best time of like human history of like with technology and understanding things. I was like, stop being lazy. And so he's just like, I need you to build a doc. I'm just like, oh my God, I had to (laughs) block him. And it's just, I just, it's all there. So exactly what you're saying. It was at that point, like um digital courses were just kind of getting started um people were really trying to go in depth and uh from there i pretty much kind of just weaved through what i wanted to learn what mm. was interesting to me and uh i was always interested in creating really quick like minimal viable products creating mvps creating just just seeing if things were going to work and uh it was at the time where so many saas companies were coming up uh, software as a service companies were coming up so i could experiment and do those kind of things. So
0: yep, that's that's how I started. Dude, that's that's totally, totally awesome because um that's the world I come from. Like when you mentioned Dreamweaver just coming up, I'm like, yeah, I was right there. Before Dreamweaver, I was using front page and everything with <laughs> tables. I'm like, oh my God. Oh it was terrible. It was terrible. It was so terrible. And then CSS one and CSS two, I'm like, what? You don't need to use tables anymore. You're using divs. Right. So it was so so crazy. So I took that path and you know, I was, I was, um, still learning about marketing through like Frank Kern and Ed Dale doing the 30 day challenge. I'm like, what is this stuff? There's something called StomperNet, And, and, uh, I still, I'm looking, I was looking through my hard drive the other day and I have all these tutorials on internet marketing from back then. I'm like, if I had applied any of that, like I would have been <laughs> Russell Brunson right now. You know? <laughs> I know, I know it's crazy. But again, you know, we all uh, have shoes to fill. We have bills to pay. And, you know, I was working for somebody else doing, you know, that stuff. So things come up and then, you know, we, we have, I, I think it's it's automatically like we have to go through that journey to even unlock that level in our brain, right? You, you can't really get to the princess like in, in Mario Brothers yeah. until you play that first level. It's like, oh, but you got to know how the guy jumps. You got to figure out that part of stuff.
1: Yeah. No, you're, you're exactly right. It's And I think that's the problem where, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about later with Vayner. A lot of people ask me, like, oh, how do you work with Gary? Or, like, how do you just call him and see? And I'm just like, bro, like, it doesn't work that way. Like, it doesn't work that way. Like, people, when I started working for ESPN, people are like, oh, you know what? You just, I want to do exactly what you did. I'm like, well to tell you the truth, I'll be honest, I was working four jobs at the time. I was working at two community colleges. I still saw patients. And I was doing this as a side hustle. Like, it's, it, this was a hobby for a lot of years. And I used to take my breaks well, in, in between either seeing patients, I would um, work on my business in the car because I was doing home health. Or when I was teaching at a college, I would literally go into the closet and do my stuff. Or if I was interviewing people, I'd interview them on like my 15 minute breaks in between classes before my next students come in, came in wow. and did that multiple years. So it just, it takes
0: time and you just like, it takes a lot of effort. <laughs> it takes a lot. Absolutely. And, and that's what Gary keeps saying, right? You just keep doing this, just, just eat shit. Like yeah. <laughs> just eat shit, just keep doing it because four, five, six years from now, you'll have so much content that you will be the master of it. And I love that about him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's good times. It's good times. And you know, you tell me, because I I always say this in these interviews, because like, there's only one person I've ever met. He's one of my best friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're a year apart. He's the only one that's ever beaten me with how many jobs. So I've had about 47 jobs. He has about 80, he's had 83. And so that's why I'm always like, when people are like, oh, just go through your path. I'm like, you got to tell me where you want to go. Because I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, I can, I can talk about crime scene cleaning. I can talk about this. I can talk about drones. I can talk, like, you just tell me where you want me to go. And yeah, and that's what it is. But I, I honestly, like every job I've had, it's been a hobby. It's been something that I'm like, oh, I like doing this. And then my next comment is like, how can I make money off of this? And then it's kind of gone that way. I think every entrepreneur is that way, so yeah. But um, yeah, you just tell me which direction, and I I love going that way, man.
0: Holy smokes, man! Forty seven (laughs) jobs. Oh, I cannot, I cannot put my mind around it. I'm sorry. Well, (laughs) you know, I'm gonna gonna need some time to even think about it. I mean, I've heard about people changing jobs every, you know, three years, and that's that's been that's been what I've been doing every three years. I have a different jobs you know, I, I, I grew up in California. I worked there for like, for the longest time. And then I moved to Colorado, then I moved to the D, to DC. And, you know, mm-hmm. but I've been in, in a longer period of time. But what you're saying is that every project is a job. Yeah,
1: yep. <laughs> it's uh, pretty much, um, you know, and it, it just kind of fell into it, it'd be almost like, so, I'll give you an example. Like, uh, my videographer, me and him, we've always been like, for six years, he got me on my reality show yeah. when I was younger. Like, he's done everything. And so we always work together and we share an office. <laughs> and, like, so, you gotta, but you got yeah,
0: yeah. somebody.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and the great thing is, he has his own business. I have my own. And we, we just collaborate and we don't have to check in with each other. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, he benefits because I work on cool stuff. I'm like, Jay, I need to look good. I need you. So it kind of works <laughs> out. But, um, you know, everything he used to do, like, home, um, real estate, and do real estate videos and do like, you know, and he's done an HGTV, like pilot, and he just does all the stuff. Wow. And he's like, hey, listen, Doc, like, I need you to get your drone license, because I'm flying all this stuff. And I don't have my license. And the way you as long as I'm on premise, or I'm by yeah. him, and if you know, he goes crazy, I can grab, you know, the control that like, that's how it works. So, you know, he's like, I need you to go to school. I'm like, why don't you go to school for it? He's like, I'll pay for you. Just get your license. Like, I don't want to do the test. So I was like, all right, let's, let's just do it. So like, that's pretty much always, let's just see what we could do. The same friend, like I had my license. He's like, we're going to be, we're going to work on those, you know, those giant, um, they're on Eastern shore, but it's like the propellers, like the Mm -hmm. solar energy. He's like, he's like, we're going to start doing drones. We're going to do all of this maintenance on it. And he's such the dream. Like this is the same guy. He, um, he did his. He did. It's called the Dapper Traveler, where he would book Southeast Asia trips. This man has never left the East Coast. He refuses to fly. Like he hates. <laughs> like he just cringes about travel. Like why would you do it? He's like, I saw the logo. I love the everything. And so he just makes these stupid businesses, and we're always together. So yeah, it. Every hobby. It's it's a job. It's fun. We'll see what happens, and then the commonality is like, I'm going to do this anyway. We might as well try to make money. And then out of it, now my wife is like, no, you need to focus. So like now I've really calmed down. I only focus on like one business, three ideas. Like that's the only way she'll, she'll let me stay in the house. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's just been fun like that.
0: That's, that's really cool. I think what what I really liked about that is you always have that one dude, like you're always bouncing ideas against you know, each other. And I have two guys, like two cousins of mine that we've been in the same group chat for the past 15 years, right? It's the same, like you can go back, like what did we talk in like three years ago, <laughs> right? It's insane. But again, you know, we, we all grew up, we all, you know, we all have kids now, we all, you know, have our own homes. And now we're talking about homes and talking about gardening. It's like the conversation changed from technology to like housekeeping to like all these different things. I'm like, whoa. And I really like, you know, what you said. You know, you get into one hobby and like, okay, how can I make money from that? And unfortunately, I never thought that way. Even though I've been in tons of, tons of different hobbies, I'm like, I, I got this one job, and I'm just gonna keep doing it. But I am seeing things from a different, different um, lens lately, and I'm like, okay, I need to launch something. So this thing, the podcast, has been the most consistent and so i started a podcast with my cousins call it we called it still brewing it in 2012 we did like four episodes and then we're like all right this is too hard because we were in three different you know three di- two different time zones you know i'm in colorado i'm, I'm up at like midnight and we're, we're having this chat or whatever we didn't have awesome tools like anchor or you know something like that none of that like zoom makes it so easy now it's like forget about it you know um yeah
1: it's it's the golden time to do it and by the way i love the show i love the aesthetics and everything that you're doing um and it's that's exactly right like yeah i did my podcast i did one in 2007 it was called the megan fox podcast because i was like i need seo like that (laughs) and so we just named it that and i was like oh this is great and it was it was, but it was really hard to do it. It was on Blogspot. We had to do all this RSS feed foolishness and yeah. just, it was terrible, but no, yeah, that's, you've got to have people. You've got to have people that, yeah. that are real with you. And they, they, I think the banter just helps you in so much in life. It does. And, um, so what happened, everything else works out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what happened is 2012, we did four episodes and then, you know, I, I had to move um, from Colorado to Virginia. And then I was just so busy with work and I was like, all right, eventually it's gonna happen. i, I, would, I would keep bringing up the idea. I'm, I'm a huge follower on, on Apple Insider and we talk about Apple technology, right? So like, we're always talking about this, why don't we just, you know, start writing articles. You know, weekly, we should just, just do one article. So anyways, long story short, 2018, I finished, I finally finished reading Crush It. And then crushing it came out. And then I listened, I I finished that book. And I was like, okay, Gary says, if you want to do something, you just got to do it. Nobody's going to come and give you a hand. Like, here's your podcast in the bag. You just got to do it yourself. And it just happened that I was helping somebody else set up their podcast. And I discovered Anchor. I'm like, what the hell? I just finished my beekeeping course. I'm just going to talk about beekeeping. So I started with talking about Queen Bee. And my friend, my friend was like, you know who Queen Bee is like, right? like no yeah Beyonce so that was my first episode I recorded in my car and then so I just kept consistent at it just keep doing it and now I get to talk to people like you you know it's 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 so fun and you know we get to connect on a totally deeper level because we've had it's like we have we're 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 on the same bus Right. We just haven't like talked to each other. We just are on, on our own little world. <laughs> <laughs> I like that analogy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely true. Definitely true. We're all trying to go to the same place. Yep.
0: And I think what's really cool about, about what, what you mentioned about, you know, your wife telling you, okay, focus on one thing. You know, how you can have these ideas. And that makes a lot of sense too, because. And this is some new analogy I've been come, I've been applying with time is that there's only so much butter you can put on a, on a butter knife to spread on your bread. Because by the end of the time you get to the edge, the day is over and the butter's thinning. Like you're, you're spreading yourself too thin. Oh, I love
1: that. I have high cholesterol. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Sorry. We'll, no. we'll use a hummus.
0: How about that? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so um. yeah, man, uh, it's really awesome talking with you. So what I like to do, you know, so we, we, Learned a little bit about you, Doc William, you know, digital marketing, your wavy journey, 47 jobs. This is mind blowing. Um, What are your what are some of your motivations that you do, you know, that keep you doing what you're doing every day?
1: I mean, I think it's overly used, but I I think it's just because it's the truth. Like I saw an interview about like Roger Federer and like, I guess it was Draymond Green that was, you know, uh, one of the players on Golden State. And this was towards the end of their run. They're like, how do you keep doing it? Like, how do you keep doing it? Roger Federer has been doing it like for years, like decades, just, just killing it in tennis. And he's like, well, um, you know, I, I wake up, I do a practice. I have lunch with my family. I go back out and practice. And it's just part of his life. He just loves doing it. And I, I think with this with digital marketing, I've always been interested in products and psychology, which all marketing is. And I just love to see, I love trying to help people and see them get excited. Uh, yes, I get paid. Yes, these things. But like, honestly, I just like people being happy and I like trying to see how I can help them. And um, and I, I try to figure out different ways. So like throughout my whole career, teaching, therapy, I, I really think it's just, biofeedback of listening to see how people are and then going on and um so every day that like i I tell people i'm not joking like the stuff i do with like vayner or Absumo like and that's what how build with me the new show i'm not sure if i told you about that but like it's what i would do if no one was watching anyway like this is just
0: i just like doing these things that's it that you you know you you hit the nail on the head because When I first started the podcast, I did not market it. I'm like, what's marketing? I'm just recording it for my own, you know, for my own self. And like, even now I'm, I really suck at marketing. Like I haven't marketed the podcast as much as I should have. Like I should be getting like hundreds of views or per day or whatever. But, and I actually got to that point back in February because I was, I was actually marketing and then, well, the, the, the human part of me came into like, "Okay, how can I automate this stuff?" I'm like oh that that ship sailed but, <laughs> but um you're right, you know you you just got to keep doing what you love to do. so tell us what what are you doing these days, and you know what's your what are your goals? How did you get connected with vaynermedia and like you you did mention that you know you were doing four jobs at a time and you were just you were just crushing it <laughs> Well, yeah.
1: Well, I think the four jobs were crushing me, actually. I just, I think it
0: was just, it
1: was, it was bad. But I mean, so I'll take a little piece at a time. So, like, with, with, with Vayner, the whole thing was like, throughout my entire career and whatever this is, I find that I've always just been, uh, doing the counter what people would try to do. Like, so the thing is, like, working with ESPN and in that, I'd never try to pitch ESPN. I pitched ESPNW, which is the women's side of ESPN. Cause I knew most people were after ESPN and getting that job. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I ended up working with them with Vayner is very similar. Everyone always tries to get attention from Gary. Yeah. And I just went after talking to his brother. And so, because I knew like everyone was trying to get Gary and I'm just like, what's the chances? I'm always looking at what are the chances of me succeeding? And so with Vayner, it was like, okay, how can I bring value? How can I do something? How can I work with them? And then after the first time it was like, okay, how can, how can there be an opportunity again? Because, you know, I was live streaming at Vayner media in 2017 before people were live streaming really. And by the way, we were live streaming with three cameras. Like it, it just, you know, we were very intentional. Like that's, what we thought the future was going to be that and chatbots And like we stuck to our guns and you know, it just became multiple uh, ways to keep doing the same thing. And then, so that, that was the first time. And then we worked on multiple podcasts. We helped with Sasha group, which is one of their smaller companies. Mm-hmm. It's a boutique agency under VaynerX to build out their SOPs from people building their own podcasting shows. So nice. it, I, I'm always about like, just what are you missing and what do you need done? And I, I call it like the garbage man. Like, how can I just be the garbage man? Like, there ain't nobody, like no one wants to, I don't think children dream about being the garbage man. I don't think so. But <laughs> but like, I know if I don't have the garbage man, like I'm freaking out. I'm calling the city. I'm like, what is going on here? Yes. And, and so I, I try to be the garbage man of every company <laughs> I go into. And just like, I'm like, I'm going to be essential. I'm going to be essential where people are going to call me for things that i enjoy to do so that's that's how we ended up with vayner and um and, you know I'll, I'll go into the other thing afterwards but yeah that's how we ended up there
0: nice so what's the other thing
1: so this was unexpected i've, I've ran an agency uh a pr agency and marketing firm for a couple of years but when when covid happened um everyone was freaking out obviously yeah. it's a lot yeah. of stuff going on right i'm not saying anything but what I kept seeing on LinkedIn over and over again, it really bothered me when I would see like seven or eight figure uh, people were like, we got to work together. We got to lean in. We'll make it together. And it got me really upset because I'm like, ain't hey, nobody want to hear that right now? Like, first of all, <laughs> I'm not in those commas. I'm not in those groups. Like, <laughs> and so it got me really irritated. I'm like, you're not teaching people. So I was like, you know what? For all these years, people always told me like, doc, you, you, you. You give away the secret too much. You've got to hold back. You got to, I was like, all you people like screw all you people. Like, I don't care. I'm going to go and create a live streaming show. I'm just going to go on YouTube and I'm going to do build with me. And I'm going to show you that I can, how to basically side hustle and make money. So I was like, I was, obviously I do a lot of content for, uh, AppSumo and those companies. So I was like, I'm going to build three businesses every single night from one tool. And I'm going to show you live. And I'm going to build it live from the beginning of the show to the end. And so, and I'm going to do it 40 days straight. So I kept adding, like adding, 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 because I was like, no one's going to top what I do. And it was in the middle of quarantine. Like I started in March and I'm like, we're going to go 40 days straight. And by doing that, that gave more PR from different companies like VaynerX jumped out because they're like, because I was telling them like, "I, I built out this whole system where, you know, so we did the Gary V content model 2.0 last year. And um, so Gary has a team. He has about 30 people and he puts out a lot of content. And me and my, my friend, Jay, we were like, we can do it with two people. We can put out just as much content with automation and two people. You could do it with one person. And so we put that out. They saw that I was doing the live streaming thing. So they asked me to speak for their Vayner, VaynerX uh, event for live streaming and, and mm. that. And pretty much, after build with me that's where it took off so the hustle and trends reached out um basically all the companies i wanted to work with they're like this is really weird you're doing some weird stuff and like and the thing was i put a timer in the show so you knew i wasn't faking it like yeah one of, one of my past clients like they were they didn't have the money they were going to spend close to two hundred thousand on an app to build and i was like i can build this thing and so i built it in an hour and I was like – and I, I, I said – and I was like, I'm going to show it and show everyone online that they can do it too. I'm like, I'm not going to do like a paywall and say you're not going to do it. I'm like, we're just going to crush it. So going that honest and just like that unfiltered, um, it was really refreshing. And then from that, I'm like, I still have my agency, but full 100,000% is into Build With Me, and I'm building my own courses
0: from that and uh, and just crushing it that way. Dude, that is – awesome i love it Uh, i've been thinking about what to do and i've been i've been like i've been watching um what's his face sorry pat uh, pat flynn
1: oh yeah pat yep yep yep.
0: yeah he's doing he's doing his seven i think he's in day 75 now with his live streams and it's just mind-blowing like what the level of like information that is getting passed out and what you did like in one hour you can build anything in one hour that's that's so true because we have the tools available today with SaaS and with, with automation with AI and RP you know all these things it, it make it so easy possible. Wow. Yeah. So you built forty different applications, forty different things. Um forty times
1: three. So 120. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So 40 business, 40 with 40 different tools, three applications each. Yeah. 120 business ideas or businesses to start and going right now and start making money. Wow.
0: Holy smokes.
1: Yeah, But it was fun. And and like, like, that's what I was telling people. I'm like, I literally do this every night anyway. And so I was actually shout out this guy named Max who started a hundred days of no code in -hmm. the middle of this he was like, Hey, um, and at the end of the year, my friend, because I was like, ah, no one understands me. And my friend's like, why aren't you on no code Twitter? And I'm like, I don't know what no code is. And he's like, it's just not when you're programming." I'm like, that's a thing. And he's like, you need to start talking to these people. And I was like, all right, whatever. So this, this kid was like, he's in, he's in England. He's like, Hey, I'm going to put this on. And, uh, I did a couple of days and people were messaging me and they're like, doc, like you're putting out so much content. Like you're putting out all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, well, it's, it's the, the 2.0 that I released. Like as long as you have 20 pieces of 20 minutes, I can make you 30 pieces of content all on automation without doing anything. They're like, no, you can't. I'm like, sure. I'm sure. And then I was, just, I'm yeah. And that's why I was like, from now on, I'm just going to do this show and show people I can do it. And um, yeah, it was off to the races
0: from there. That's amazing. Man, you're blowing my mind right like I can't even think. <laughs> so since I can't think anymore, I'm going to go to go to this session, the section of our podcast episode where I ask you questions about some of the things and, and based on what you just told me, it's still blowing my mind. Um, you've probably already done the stuff that you wanted to do, but I'm going to go into the question. What is the one hobby that you wish you got into?
1: Ooh, yeah that's interesting uh, now what's the level of expert on that hobby is it what ah, that's a tough question um i know you know what you made it tough <sighs> yeah <laughs> you know ah, that's what did i want to do there's so much oh i want to do everything like i think you know what to be honest i i wish i was better at languages my wife can can yeah, she just learned so many languages so fast like i'm so bad at that i'm so bad at that so i would think i wish i knew like 15 languages honestly i and not only just like getting by i wish mm-hmm. i wish i could speak to people that i could speak to their soul and have a good conversation yeah not just you know what i'm saying like that, really, that's just a surface
0: conversation right yeah
1: and i i really like every time like my, my wife was talking about because she loves the et- et- etymology of different words and everything. So she 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 picked a word like I picked like innovation this year. She picked another word in another language, but she's like, this is what it means. And I'm like, man, there's just so many words in other languages. I'm like, man, I wish I could have the grasp of the vocabulary to be able to resonate
0: with people like that. Yeah. Um. Well, here's the thing about you and I. We we resonate with technology, right? So technology is a language. That other people look at it, it's like I wish I could do that, <laughs> right? From, from that perspective, we have we have the edge on that area. Yeah. But when it comes to, to languages, like I speak two languages, like Urdu, which is my I mean, from Pakistan, and I I can read and write Arabic, but I don't understand it. I mean, I understand a little bit of it, <laughs> What's but um. <clears throat> I've I've also you know struggled. I was like, oh, I'm I'm gonna go learn Spanish. So I went you know Duolingo like two or three months straight on. Like okay, I know a little bit, but I don't, know, I don't have I don't have anybody to talk to. You're
1: right. On. so you're
0: right. Yeah, on. man, it's it all comes down to time. Like we only have so much time that we can spend on. Either we spend on you know live streaming. Maybe maybe that could be the next thing. <laughs> you know, You spend one hour in learning a language, and sure. you live stream that. Oh man. In the next 40 days, I'm going to learn basics of 40 different languages.
1: Oh, that would be, Oh, don't, (laughs) I might write that down though. (laughs) I do love, I love crazy challenges. I do love crazy. I'm going to write that down. We'll see what happens. 40 is tough. 40. 40
0: I mean, it doesn't have to be 40. It could be 15.
1: No, but like when you're saying it, like I'm like, I'm all in for the 40. I'm like, Ooh, Oh, I got to see what I can do.
0: As, um, our good friend tim Ferriss, i wish he was our friend i mean I, i'm sure he's your friend tim no, he's ferris a he's a friend got, of a friend he's got a formula on how you can learn a language really quickly by learning like 15 or like 20 different vocabulary words because if you look at like spanish and english mm-hmm. and like some of the words are very similar like you're using the same word for for like international is like international in every language Hmm. That kind of thing. So it makes it kind of easy. Like I'm, I'm looking at Arabic. Like pantaloon, is in Spanish, right? And in in Urdu, it's patloon, right? Oh. So very similar words. So there's a lot of, I guess we like. <clears throat> if you look at from the technical level, there's a lot of similarities. But then when people are actually talking in their language, they're talking so fast you can't slow it down.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, you know what? I, I like what you said. I might have to start doing that. that. Like, I'll give you a quick example. Like, that's exactly what like, so I tried to do Russian when I was like 17 or 18 mm-hmm. and like, even like Ukrainian Russian to like, in like kids, because like, so me and my friend, one of my friends was from the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand so much slang goes into it than formal. Oh, yeah. And like, it like, I remember when we were talking and, you know, it was like, like, you know, hello. And then I was talking to old people, and they're like, off with chat." Like, why are you like? I was like, "Ah!" They're like, (laughs) "They're like, you don't talk to me like that." I was just like, "Oh, there's so many things. Ah,
0: forget it." It's it's the culture, right? It's the culture part of it, because you could you could uh, pull up Google Translate and translate something, but it's it's not going to come close at all.
1: No, it's oh, you're so right. I was I can't remember. I was trying to explain because we we have we our creative cloud, like some people are in the Philippines, some are in Ukraine, some are in India. And we were trying to, he, he, I cannot remember, I had to ask my wife. Someone was, one of, someone was asking me just like this phrasing and this like slang. They're like, what is that? And I was just like, and I, I we had such a hard time explaining. I'm like, just don't worry about it. We're, not, we're never going to use it ever again. Like that, that phrase, <laughs> like cut it out. Like it doesn't mean anything to anyone. Um, but
0: you're, you're, you're exactly right. That's you know so it it reminds me of Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like that's it just went over it has like it's, it's impossible. I have very fast reflexes. Nothing goes over my head. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly right. Exactly exactly right. I'm like technically yes, we we're we're speaking, we're understanding each other, but no. no. Not at all. Not at all.
0: Like I mean, in rush hour, right? In rush hour. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Come oh, out man. Man. All right, next question. This hobby was really cool. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to bring you back on, a, on another show. <laughs> Mark work, actually working on a game show.
1: Listen, um,
0: it's gonna be, and I could probably get some ideas from you. So
1: let, okay. we'll talk about this.
0: I love All game right. shows. <laughs> what did you want to be when you were a child? Who?
1: That kind of <laughs> depends. The age um did i give you these answers beforehand hopefully i did i, was like, I,
0: no, I don't have that's, these specific
1: <laughs> so i was like wait a minute i'm not really sure I'm, I'm like hopefully he's not reading because i'm like i do not think I'm those, giving no, no. i'm like i'm not giving him any of the same answers i that's don't just think get, that's just
0: to get you you know
1: yeah i'm like I do. Um, to, to, okay to be honest with you um probably probably jedi or a ninja, like, I just, I can't remember a time when I didn't want to be both of those things. Um, It was never real jobs, I'll tell you this right now. Like, (laughs) I never wanted a real job. I just, okay, so the first one, I I wanted to be a mutant. I wanted to have powers, whatever. The next part was, I was like, I wanna be in a robe and I wanna be comfortable, Jedi. And then I was like, I just wanna be sneaking around all the time, ninja. And so that that's pretty much that's tough. But it was always, it was an amorphous, it was just constantly changing between those three.
0: You're basically Mystique.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. I love that. If we're talking about listen, Mystique, and there's a very I think it's coming out in the newest movie, maybe in black, whatever. I love this one character, Taskmaster. Where I the guess. mutant could just emulate and see what someone was doing and then redo it. I love that. I was oh, like, why are people not talking about Taskmaster?
0: More? That is so cool. And is, is, uh, what's his, what's his cat, what's his name from, um, I, it's escaping my, Stranger Things. Is mm. a dude, is he playing Taskmaster? Yes. That's
1: the, I was like, wait a minute. I know this is coming. Yep. Exactly. He, he played Hellboy pretty good. I think yeah, the new this, this guy is coming out of the woodwork just doing whatever. But yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I think he'm 98% sure. I <laughs> but this is another problem too. I didn't yeah. want to spoil the movie so I didn't want a lot to know like my wife don't was all, like, "You, you know, know this know, character?" Know. And I'm like, "Ah, I think don't tell me anymore." So like I'm pretty <laughs> sure, but I can't I
0: don't know for sure. Okay. Well, we'll wait for that surprise. Yeah. All right, next one. So we talked about movies and and that's what happens when you talk about being a child, you know so oh, yeah. what is your favorite movie or tv show Ooh, okay so
1: this is interesting so my favorite like go-to movie that i think i have the most like pop culture references and everything i always love the the second act of trilogies i've mm-hmm. always loved them so empire strikes back has been my favorite mm-hmm. dark knight was my favorite there, there are a few random crazy films mm-hmm. um, that have been from my childhood, like um, Back to the Future, but also a very obscure movie called Buckaroo Banzai that my mm-hmm. father loved. Who yeah. like it was just a crazy, crazy film. Um, there is a movie that um, oh man, it throws me off. Harvey. It's an old movie. It's probably the '30s with Jimmy Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, I. And then there's something called The Ruling Class, which um, the same actor that played in Lawrence Arabia did this other really crazy, crazy film called um, yeah, The Ruling Class, uh, where he starts thinking that he's uh, the Messiah and Jesus. And then it turns out that he goes into electric shock therapy and his name's Jack and he thinks he's Jack the Ripper by the end of the film. Oh, wow. It's a crazy, crazy, and it's a musical. (laughs) It's crazy. So anyway, um, so yeah. So when my wife was asking me, she's like, what should I put down here? I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I would probably go with Empire Strikes Back. Okay. That's probably what I would do. TV show, most influential as a child, I would probably go with Star Trek, probably Next Generation. My favorite is probably when Sci-Fi Channel came back with Battlestar Galactica for three mm-hmm. years. I, I really think that was a really
0: good run, and yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, that's what I would say.
0: Nice, I like it. I like it. So what I'm what I'm getting at is that <clears throat> everybody knows the origin story. What happens after that is what you like. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. would you say Iron Man 2 is better than Iron Man 1?
1: No, I would never say that. I would never say that. Don't put me in that box.
0: I know. <laughs> I loved all the Iron Man, so you know. Yeah. Oh, what the one first that? one was so good though. The first so one so was good. I I put that movie on just to watch him tinkering with that suit. Yeah. Like yeah. my favorite like my favorite thing is to how do you how do you put things together? Like, that's my favorite thing. Like, anytime you're putting things together, you, you're, you like, working all parts of your brain, the creative, the analytic, and, and you know, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. No, that's... My wife's coming. <laughs> all right, next question. What movie would you choose if you had to play a character in it? Ooh,
1: probably... Mm. That's tough. I'll move. I I'll play okay. Probably Neo, probably the Matrix. I hate to be like that. And I know everyone's going to be like, I can't believe you just said that. But um the Matrix. like I just remember when I saw the Matrix and I just like lost my mind. Um that was it would be good. I think that's the main one and um I, I I couldn't be Luke, I couldn't be Anakin. Like that couldn't work. Thor
0: it can't. I'm gonna have to go with Neo. I'm gonna have to go with Neo. I'm done. I can't I like, do anymore. I, I like your answer. Hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna um hand my phone over to my kid so he can go down to his scouts. Where's my, where's the uh, <laughs> no problem. I need a deflated balloon. I don't have a deflated balloon. Here's here to go. Here's a Zoom call. building
1: everything (laughs) what is he what is he building over there deflated balloon i've heard of a balloon but what do you need a deflated balloon for (laughs) that's very specific
0: inflated (laughs) oh my god my (laughs) daughter all right um last question if you are a board game what would it be oh that's
1: a trick question I'm just going to be honest with you. That's a trick question because if anyone knows me, I'm terrible at board games and I've just, I'm going to have to go with like, if I was a board, you know what? I'm going to go with that obscure, like I've seen Uno, but like that weird Uno game that just like spits random cards out. And you're like, I thought I was playing Uno, but what is this crap? Oh
0: man, that's a good one. I'll look that
1: one up. I'm pretty, I think I would have to be like that because Monopoly, not going to happen. Clue, not going to happen. Maybe hungry hungry hippos. Not nah, I don't you know do that. The the life is too
0: depressing. I'm it gonna is. go
1: with that crazy Uno game.
0: All right, sounds good. All right, where can my fa- my where can my audience find you?
1: No yeah, find me find me anywhere. So um if you go to uh, build with doc, build with docdoccom, check me out. That's where all the build it um episodes are, you know, uh, build with me where I build every single night. That's great. Find me on Twitter, underscore Doc Williams. And if you want to hear more about the craziness for our marketing, brandfactoryinc.com, you can find me there.
0: Dude, I love it. Thank you so much. I can't wait to talk to you more, man. (laughs) Likewise, man. This was fun. I had a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care.